but let me tell you, I, I'm I do need to get going. But like the this is yeah. the game that I was like, should I like change how I hold controllers? Should I put Ooh. one finger on the button and one finger on the trigger? There you go. And like I tried it on one of like the challenge oh, levels. I see, I see. And then I was like, Start this is it. too this is too much for me to learn, <laughs> like, and also do precision platforming while dodging, like, enemies, like, a very light baby's first bullet hell. Yep. But I'm like, I'm like, yeah. okay, if I mess up a jump, I'm just going to die. So I'm like, let's not try to learn <laughs> a new. Well, one thing's for sure, you certainly can't do that grip with the Joy-Cons. No. <laughs> yeah. no way you're fitting two fingers on that. When you said button, okay, I th- you meant you were talking about like the face bumper buttons. on the top. Yeah, I thought right you were talking button, about the face oh, right button. Okay. Oh, I thought you were talking clawing yeah. it with a At face first, I, Yeah, I like thought you I were going like fighting game style. Yeah, No, like the like two... I was just uh, grossly... Yeah. Just like... Yeah, yeah there's certain... <laughs> There's certain moments in Pikmin where it's like I'm like, let me just reach my index finger yeah. over and move the camera and rotate it while oh, I'm yeah. like holding down another button with my thumb. Yep. It se- it seems wild to say, but I'm like, oh, I can't just hold the controller with my pinky and ring finger. That doesn't give me nearly enough leverage to pr- press the <laughs> minus button. I'm like, whatever. Shut up. Yeah, it's weird. It just depends on the game. Just yeah. depends yep, on the game. Oh, big time. But it really does. Everybody. Welcome to Pursuing Pixels. My name is Kevin Portelli, and I'm here tonight with John Hines. Hey there. And Randall Nolery. Hey, folks. And we are back, as always, to talk about some video games on a new night. A new night. We're usually uh, recording on Thursday nights <laughs> night, for like the last like four years. Uh, episodes, I guess, are still coming out on the same days. But yeah. <laughs> nonetheless, I'm like, hey, this actually ended up working out better for me. I think I said this last week, but I was like, I have my early days on Friday mornings at work. I got to get there at 7 a.m. So I was like, ah, I'm not going to say anything. But with our time zone differences and stuff, oh, yeah. start recording at 10 p.m. on my end. Usually <laughs> we get done until like midnight or one. Yeah. Especially if I don't have too much going on. <laughs> so I was brutal. like, man, I'm getting up at like five the next day. So for me, this I don't know about you guys, but the Wednesday ends up working out a little bit better on my end. So, oh, yeah, um, kind of a happy little coincidence there. Yeah. Let the weekend start bleeding in even earlier. It's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> but uh but yeah why don't we uh kick it over to randall here for uh what you've been playing uh dipping back into some uh horror action yeah i'm i'm still uh i'm back in the resident evil 4 last we spoke regarding resident evil 4 i beat resident evil 4 the remake mm-hmm. that came out um still playing that on the xbox series x and I think I even had like speculated that like, oh, I hope they release this DLC, you know, Capcom yes. is always on top of the DLC, yada, yada. And yep, here's here's Capcom. You know, that that clock is always right. You know, here here they are with the DLC separate ways, which again, this, you know, this existed before, just like the original Resident Evil 4 did. It came out on PS2 originally. It wasn't part of the GameCube original, but it was mm. on that PS2 you know, they added that extra content to incentivize people to purchase, you know, that version. Then the Wii version had it. And then all versions from that point on, I think, you know, if they could have DLC, at least could could get separate ways. But the really cool part about separate ways is it's not Leon Kennedy, the main character of RE4 anymore. It's Ada Wong, who shows up nice. at points during cutscenes 
in Resident Evil 4 and is kind of mysterious and is like there seemingly that like she like gets Leon out of some binds, but you're not sure if you can trust her and like what's her motives, okay. uh, all that sort of stuff. So, you know, you get kind of that from Leon's, um, you know, dummy muscle head perspective. And then uh, <laughs> in separate ways, you get to play as Ada Wong, <laughs> who somehow fights, you know, in high heels and stuff in a very, you know, uh, this is a Japanese developed game. So this, mm-hmm. you know, this is very much of that, you know. We're, we're on a roller coaster ride. It's very pro wrestling and it's, um, you know, themes and feel, I would say, as far as the the overtopness of it all, you know, it's like very Bayonetta ish vibes. Yeah, like you're describing like, a little Bayonetta flavor in, in how much it doesn't take itself seriously. I would say yes. Um, yeah, I would say the action is style not over substance. Like. Yeah, <laughs> to some degree. Yes, especially in, in regards to the narrative of it all. I would say it very much is that. Yes. Okay. Um, but it's what's also cool is that Ada Wong doesn't control exactly the same way as Leon Kennedy. Ada Wong has a grapple gun, which is awesome. Ooh. So you'll see, you know, occasionally as you're going through, and a lot of it's the same areas that Leon went through in the, the main campaign, but from kind of a different perspective and okay. slightly different routes, but, you know, familiar enough, um, but with different things happening. But like this grapple gun allows you to traverse some of those environments in different ways where you can like look up and you'll see, Oh, there's the, the RB icon for the button. That's like the grapple gun. Um, but you can only do it within a certain like meter range basically of the thing that you could grapple to. Um, but boy, okay. has that come in handy where there's just like Resident Evil force always had these hordes of enemies, um, that'll, they'll just surround you and just beat the crap out of you so quickly. And you're doing a lot of running in that game and the grapple gun just gives you that extra, like, you know, throw that up there onto some bar that might be overhead and just start grappling to another area or just get a little bit of distance away. And, or, and then maybe then you're turning around and throwing your grenade or, whatever else and boy that feels good of course i'm always a sucker for any like hook shot or grapple or gun or anything like that in any game for that matter yeah um, i don't know what it is about grappling hooks uh, or whatever but they're they're so good. pretty dang satisfying not to say that they work every time but yeah there's countless games they even you know not to go on a tangent or anything but they announced that grapple dog game they just announced yeah. a sequel to that oh, shoot. i think it's called like cosmic that. canines or something yeah. i don't know if it's a sequel or dlc or whatever but yeah either way i'm like i'll play more of that more grappling hook action i'll take it yes so. when it's done well like that yep. and it's a main mechanic like you can just do so much with that yeah and, and like, kind of back to resident evil like you're saying yeah. like but you know you're you, you mentioned like you're running around all the time with leon but like that game does move kind of slow so i feel yeah. like yeah that grappling hook definitely just t- adds a whole nother you know layer to that game it does although play. at least in the remake it was a little less slow in the main campaign because you didn't have to stop and shoot that's right that's you right know, you can move and shoot it's still generally a little bit more slow paced and a lot of times the villagers are kind of coming up on you with their axe and sometimes they might throw them but they're kind of walking until they get within certain range and then they might start sprinting at you you know so okay um so it's still a little bit slower that way, but faster because you can move and shoot, which is, you know, what a concept. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, the grapple gun is amazing. Um, 
the different perspectives, like I said, in those cutscenes where you see now from Ada's perspective, oh, Leon's in trouble. Like, oh, that knucklehead's getting the shit beat out of him over here in the house. Like, let's go up here before the boss kills him and break the window so that the big boss is, you know, uh, uh, looks the other way and Leon gets a chance to escape. But you're, you know, involved from that other perspective, which is super cool, just kind of creates this cohesive experience of Resident Evil 4 from those different perspectives, right? Um, and there's different weapons. There's new enemies that you didn't face in Resident Evil 4, despite that being like a, for me, a practically like a 20 hour experience. Yeah. Um, so how long is this? Have, have you I don't played know. all the way through it or still playing it? Yeah. So I like, this is something that I only barely dabbled in, um, back okay. in the day. I didn't really give it much of a shot as it's kind of difficult. I'll say, um, it still kind of mm-hmm. is, but because I just played the remake so recently, it's, you know, that, that I think that's helped my cause a lot. Um, so, you know, I, I think I'm only like, I don't know, four, five hours in, I'm only at the start of chapter three. Um, and typically those take a little bit of time, but, uh, yeah, it's just a fun roller coaster ride of a game so far. And, uh, I'm just so happy to be back in it. I'm, I've, I love this game. Oh, I'm, so, yeah. I'm so pumped for you. Like, yeah, I, I know like how hyped you were on the remake. So like, I, I like that this is like, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that you hadn't like played like it through because of, I knew how much you liked the original game. Like, yeah. So I'm glad that you're enjoying it in this form. Me too. I, I'm I'm also pumped. And I don't remember if like in like the Wii instance, you know, in that version mm. of the game, I can't remember if Separate Ways was even available at first or if that was like an unlock or something. Maybe that's why I didn't get at it before. But I'm kind of almost glad that I didn't because this is essentially brand new content for me. Yeah. Of, of a game that I absolutely love. Probably a game that would be someplace in my like top, 50 at least games of all time i think already four is a general concept so. and is this this is an independent dlc like even in this new iteration like it or was it included in like the purchase of resident evil 4 uh no it's like it's a ten dollar purchase separately okay um but it was a complete no-brainer once i saw it yeah, was available, yeah. like boom immediately i'm going to have this yeah and i don't know how long that'll be if it's short that's fine too don't overstay your welcome I'm perfectly happy with that. Just give me more of this. Yeah, Hopefully they I'm never. <laughs> yeah, I'm never opposed to that. Yeah, although I guess at this point, like up to Resident Evil Five, there's not much. I guess they could still remake them and maybe make them a little bit better. I never played Five, but Six. I know they even kind of tried to reprise that uh, Ada Wong like extra campaign. Me and Steve played through. Like they had a bunch of independent campaigns in that game, and they tried to like. After you beat the game, you could then play, if I recall correctly, as Ada Wong and kind of like see the game through her lens. But that game just obviously did not come together uh, like Resident yeah, Evil 4 terrible. did. So, yeah, six yeah is, it's it's six is terrible. It, I, I will say I, I can't say I didn't have fun romping through it. Yeah. And just kind of laughing our way through the nonsense of the game. But, yeah, to call it a good video game is is beyond a stretch. So six <laughs> is the roller coaster, but the roller coaster is very unsafe and breaks down like <laughs> yes, yeah. you're stuck upside down yes. for an hour. They maintenance yes. has to come. <laughs> yeah, like if that's the first Resident Evil game, you're thinking like, what? This is the series everybody loves? Right. Okay, yeah. I guess. You yeah, know. and even five, I, I don't see them um, remaking that as easily uh, these days. But um, yeah, if yeah, they honestly, reason, I was yeah. thinking about this before, like if they just took RE4 and did 
the Call of Duty Modern Warfare thing and just decided that that was a franchise in and of itself. And you just like kept going with like the RE4 of it all and just made a sequel to that game. I think that would have a huge market. So, uh, you know, there might be an opportunity to do something like that with the engine that they created for this remake. I would be very happy about something like that. Yeah, Capcom's definitely clearly willing to, like, put money, resources, and love into this franchise. So it's definitely cool to see. Especially after, like, RE7 was such a hit. Yeah. Like, to, like, go and and be like, all right, we're going to actually not just do a cash grab, but we're, like, going to put time and effort and actually, like, rebuild these these beloved versions. That's very true. Doing justice in a whole new way. Yeah. Yeah. Seven and Village seem like they were very successful games. I've played neither one of them. I played a little bit of the demo of Seven, I think. But uh, yeah, I give me give me more RE4, and I think a lot of people feel the same way. So just just knowing it's that high on your list, it's definitely something that when I get once I get once. Once I get one of the next gen consoles, whether it's Xbox or PS5 or whatever, um, I'm like, okay, I probably need to at least give this game a chance, especially if I end up getting it on sale digitally or something. It's like, okay, I got to I got to play through this game in the remake form. So good. The level design is so good, too. God, I just love it. It's so good. (laughs) Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll get an update at least when you when you polish off. Oh, yeah. uh, DLC at the very least. Yes, that's the focus now for sure. But uh, nice, nice. But uh, yeah, why don't we kick it over to uh, John here for a little uh, mystery game? We got a little tease in the discord uh, for something narrative themed, I guess. But mm-hmm. that's all that's all I really know. <laughs> I was being a little coy uh, about yeah. how I, I didn't have, you know, Internet. At, uh, I've been staying at my in-laws place for a bit. So I was like, you know, I'm not going to set up whatever Wi-Fi password on my switch. I'm just going to play whatever I have, use it as an excuse to be like, all right, I've got so many games that are mm-hmm. just on this system <laughs> that I've never touched. Like this Wizard. is a digital dust. Yeah. This is yes, a great sir. way to force myself to play games. Like I, I like I just did with heaven will be mine like games that I know I will love like that yep. I've been meaning to play for so this is why we do our resolution games yep. because there are so many games that we know we love will will love but just for whatever reason haven't forced ourselves to play yep. and yeah. like this one was as soon as like I was scrolling through like all right I don't have these are all games that I need a cartridge for like this was the first one I was like oh yeah Absolutely, I'm playing this. So I booted up Neon White. Oh, uh, that's literally the top thing sitting in my cart on my Amazon right now, a physical copy. I was like, I've been waiting to, I want, really want to get this game, but well, it's like 40 bucks. It's only 25 digitally. I'm like, what do I do? Let me give you <laughs> but, the uh, hardest this sell, year. Kevin. Yes, because... please do. Please do. Holy shit. Because <laughs> like I know, I know there's someone behind. I forget who the developer is, but I know they, the previous game they made is one that I either really love or know. Ben as Esposito, high I forget. AKA, oh, oh Donut, Donut County. County. Yes, oh, that's the game. Like this. Yes. So before we started recording, I was like, okay, I actually don't like. I I don't remember a lot of the things about like the development of this game, other than it's voice acted with a lot of like voice actors that I really like from different things. So oh, I didn't vo- know that. There's yeah. a voice actor from OKKO. OK there's Stephen Bloom, who is Spike Spiegel of Cowboy Bebop, like one of the wow. most famous Dang. voice actors like in anime. And then uh, Sungwon Cho, who is also a like a huge like I'm a huge fan of his work. But I just looked up and 
One of the writers is AVB of Heaven Will Be Mine. <laughs> yeah, nice. That's awesome. That's amazing. Let's keep the train rolling. Wow. That's awesome. Like, just unbelievable, like, uh, all-star cast. or whatever. Confluence yeah. of John things. Yes. Yeah. Like, there, there was no <laughs> doubt that this was a game that I was going to enjoy. But, like, yeah. in terms of gameplay, what this game is is a speed-running 3D precision platformer first person shooter with card base. I was say, isn't it like a deck Whoa. builder in some way? Not yeah. really. It's it's okay. That's the way that it's Just the information cards. is presented, but it's functionally exactly the same as when you like walk over like in any shooter, like here's a rotating 3D model of a gun, <laughs> but instead yeah. it's just a card. And okay. you have ammo and uh, what you do is you are given these uh, very brief little uh, levels, which are sort of speed running courses. They have timing incentives. If you just beat them, like complete them, you get a bronze rank and then it, you can beat them faster and you get a silver rank and that unlocks a little bit extra features like you get a ghost that you can see where it's really helpful for like seeing, oh, this is the place where I'm stumbling so oh, I can man. like learn to do this yeah. section a little bit faster. And then after, or, or I think the first thing you unlock is gifts, which is part of the narrative function because there's this whole story that is like given to you in cutscenes and between levels and oh, like giving different settings and there's a lot of different side quests and things. This game is, it's, it's great. It's also like presented as kind of a, it really feels like a Suda 51 game. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, like, I sort of got that vibe. Yeah. Oh, I can see that. It's so good. And like in that, also in that kind of like Clover Studios, like Bayonetta, where, yep. you know, there's a lot of the, like, you're doing these uh, levels and getting a rank, and, but like, not nearly as complicated, like, much more streamlined and speed focused than Ooh. like combo or like Muso uh, combat. But like, okay, man, it is just so satisfying because it all the levels are pretty short. Like the longest I've spent on a level that isn't like a major story level, like just a regular uh, uh, kind of challenge level or whatever, yeah, obstacle course is like a minute and fourteen seconds. Shoot, and okay. like the highest like speed one that I've ever done is like fourteen seconds long. <laughs> So Damn, it's okay. What it is is a lot of precision platforming, which is not a thing I like. Like, but I was gonna say, not your normal space. cup of tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On in like I've been on the record on this podcast many a time, being like, I just don't. I bounce off of precision platformers, but there's something about a hyper mobile first person shooter platformer that just feels some like different to me, and like. All of the main buttons are on like the triggers or the shoulder buttons. So yeah. you get. So even jump and everything like that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Jump is left uh, trigger and okay. their attack is right button, but then you can 
discard the uh, weapon with the right trigger. And every time that you discard a weapon, it gives you a different mobility option. Oh, man. So, and then you can use the L to switch between whatever cards you have equipped. And you can carry up to two separate ones to your main default weapon. So Neon White is a character that has a katana. And then you can pick up a pistol, which if you discard it, you get a double jump. Or you can have, uh, okay. I'm not going to get their names right. I, I know their colors because it's really good in terms of like trying to do like a lot of these really fast paced speed running challenges. Like, and you just have a giant purple thing in your field of vision at the bottom of the screen. So you know that that is something that if you discard it, you'll deploy a bomb in front of you, but you can use the bomb's explosion to propel yourself upwards. Nice. Or if you have the blue one, which is a like single shot, long range attack, but if you uh, discard it, then you just do a dash forward and that breaks objects and or enemies in front of you. And nice. it's just using these uh, like like unequipping or discarding these uh, weapons as soon as you get them to get through different challenges. It is just so satisfying. Like I cannot uh, like stress just how much like I will do a level. And if it's something that I was struggling with, I was like, all right, I'm not going to get a gold rank on that. And if you get a gold or an ace ranking, your overall ranking increases, and that's how you unlock new levels. But, like, if there's a one where I'm like, all right, I got this, like, level pretty well on my first try, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to get this the highest rank I possibly can. I'm just going to replay it. And it gives you the option, like, once you beat a level, or even when you, it'll like have a little thing that flashes if you've used up all the weapons in the level or like before a major jump and it's like you're stuck you just reset the level and you just reset it and you can do it over immediately and like it is so fluid and rewarding in that like effort of just trying to like all right i keep dying but you're getting a little bit better each time Mm -hmm. and that loop is just so satisfying i it's I, I, Kevin, I think it would be a really fun thing for you to stream just because I could okay. totally see you getting into a thing where it's like, especially on some of the side quests, which are just like, depending on which uh, side quest you're getting it from a character, some of them are just uh, platforming challenges, other are just equipment challenges, others are just weapon challenges. It's, it's so good. Like, I, and the soundtrack is so Dreamcast era. Ooh. Like it's, it kind of has a little bit of that flavor, even in general, even yeah, yeah. aesthetic. Yeah, like Dreamcast anime kind of vibes going on. Yeah, I'm, I'm just having a blast. Like I'm cannot recommend this enough. Oof. Well, you've got the only thing you've definitely sold me on the game, which I already kind of was anyways. But now I'm kind of even more torn between like with the with the way you're describing the gameplay. I'm like I kind of want it digitally, but then with the way. I could see myself loving it potentially. I'm like, ah, oh, but then if I like for like Sayonara Wild Hearts, yeah. for example, which I think I think both these games are from Annapurna. Annapurna. Yep. Yeah. So like I'm thinking like I bought that game digitally and as much as I love being able to fire it up whenever I'm like that game is like I you know, like, it's a forever like game. I need the vinyl. I need yeah. the physical copy collector's edition, whatever. Yep. Uh, and it's kind of like, you know. It feels like I if I end up having the, a similar reaction in any way to Neon White, it's like I kind of want to I should just bite the bullet and get the physical copy but 
Does it run well on Switch, John? It runs uh, great. I was just I mean, that, yeah. That's that's kind of the other thing is that it really does feel like just a great Dreamcast game. And oh, like okay. it kind of looks like a Dreamcast game too. Like all the like water effects is just a solid like <laughs> holographic or like foil like thing. It's like I love it. This is the exact level of graphics or detail this needs. <laughs> like just an early like single texture for every building. It rules. <laughs> like well, I love, so it I runs love like a dream. So- Oh man! Uh, um, runs like a Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, <laughs> but I, I love that it's such a different game too from uh, Ben Esposito mm-hmm. like to go from Donut County, which I guess has that narrative angle to it, but otherwise it kind of plays more like a point and click adventure. Yeah, kind of just you know random puzzle game, almost like even like WarioWare style at times. But like it, you know, it still has that narrative flair. But it's cool to see like such a gameplay focused speed running kind of thing from. Uh, them next so yeah and like i went through so yeah i I said that there's the different rankings of like bronze silver gold and ace for everything and you only need to beat it to move beat a level to move forward but to unlock new missions like you have to get some degree of gold rank or ace rank on the levels so like you are always okay i mean unless you a ace, bit of a bummer, gold but... or ace rank them on your first go which is entirely possible like the game the levels are built really well so that there are a few where i've done like gold rank right on the first try but nice. that's very rare and then yeah. the you only unlock gifts which are things that you can give to the other neon characters and that unlocks story, just dialogue or side quests. And those side quests are like the really like challenge levels. But okay. like, so you you are replaying them, but they are so short. Like it's the exact amount of precision platforming that I have the stomach for. Right. <laughs> like if they were any longer, I wouldn't want to do it. But also like having them be ten in a row or like three in a row or however many they are yeah. per mission like is a good batch because it always feels like uh, I'm not really feeling like I, d- I want to gold rank this level. I'll move on to the next one and maybe that one will be a little bit more towards my skill set. Okay. Oh God, it sounds incredible. It's I'm, good. I'm looking up the physical right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. How oh, about man. that? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely sounds like a fun one. Oh, I, I was going to say I had a question. I forgot it, but I just remembered it. Uh, is there any like randomness to the cards at all in terms of like the run? So like you, it is like you are able to speed run wise. It isn't like you're like, oh, what card do I get? And you're kind of more like roguelikey style. No, go, working on the fly, you're able to go, OK, this is my optimal path, because I was wondering if maybe that was why it kind of grabbed you more, if there was a little more free flowing no, there, there's, I think, kind of stuff. I, a thing that like kind of ap- appeals to me is that there is like the the last thing you unlock on a level is a hint, which kind of shows mm-hmm. you the optimal path to get like an ace rank. Uh, and like, okay. that's cool. Yeah, it's fun that that's also the last one that unlocks yeah. because if you're you like explore. like me and you're like oh, I. I can figure this out. I can I can yeah. get this. But then if you're really running against it, then you like go over that hint and you see, ah, that's the yeah, that's the right path. That's the way you need <laughs> to go. It's so good. It's such a good game. Damn. Nice. 
Nice. Well, man, yeah, I guess Randall and I will probably at some point end up <laughs> talking about that game down the line, hopefully, because it I mean, sounds yeah. like it's up both our alleys. Like, yeah. like you said, Annapurna can do no wrong. I was just yeah. listening to the Sayonara yeah. Wild Hearts soundtrack yesterday. Uh, Every you know, time I see like, that game scrolling on my Switch, yeah. I'm like, I need to play that again. And I've yeah. played it like five times at this point, if not oh, yeah. more. So it's yeah. just, it never gets old. Everything yeah. I've played from them, it's like just nonstop hits. Wilmot's Warehouse, I think they yeah. also did. Like Goragoa. I know you weren't as huge on that one, John, but I, I really loved that one. And not that you were against it or anything, but yeah. just I remember you were like, ah, well, I didn't love it as much as, as you, but... Kentucky um, Route yeah, Zero. Like, oh yeah, like, Kentucky Route Zero. I still haven't played Outer Wilds. Outer Wilds. Yep. Oh, I forgot that was them. Or no, yeah, it was Watam. Catalog was was them, not uh, not Wilmot. Yeah. Well, either way, their their back catalog, and I'm sure catalog to come is pretty sweet. So, oh, it's mm-hmm. so good. Yeah, I need to play more of their stuff for sure. Um, another thing that I probably look forward to on like next gen platforms, not that all their stuff, but like Outer Wilds. I'm like, I probably I don't want to push that on my Xbox One. Mm. Eh. I'd rather have it do it on the the S or the series, whatever X or S. But uh, but anyways, uh, I guess I'll I'll wrap things up here with a little bit of stuff that I've been playing. Uh, I'm kind of gonna lean into kind of save it for the cast style conversation stuff, uh, like John and I did a couple weeks ago. Um, but I, I have been playing a bunch more Shovel Knight Dig and uh, Tumble Seed, which I talked about mm-hmm. on one of our recent save it for the casts. Uh, just been kind of picking up random stuff on my Switch and like what's been grabbing my attention. And I, I definitely have played quite a bit more Shovel Knight Dig. I've just been kind of picking up Tumble Seed for like a quick run or two here and there. Um, but I've kind of, and then I've been playing also right before we recorded tonight, I was playing some Annalyn, which I just picked up on Switch. I think I talked about this one way back when on the podcast. It's kind of like a Pac-Man inspired, uh, but side-scrolling platformer gameplay, but it's very much like a Pac-Man, like you're running around, uh, you're kind of this... Uh, minor character and you're just like running around collecting coins underground and these snakes chase you around that you know very much like the ghosts in pac-man they're all like following you around and there's certain platforms that like you can run on and you know jump on and whatever and then yeah collect like the red like big gem and then the the snakes turn blue and you can punt them off the screen and whatever but it's cool they have like the snakes have like these ledges that are like kind of like darker purple in the shadows are different on different stages but like they'll uh they can run on those, but you can't. But then they can like jump down from the layer above you. It's kind of like a mix of like Pac-Man meets Super Mario Brothers, but with some like side scrolling action. And I decided to pick it up on Switch because I was like, it's only five bucks. It just got ported and it actually got ported by uh, Summit Sphere, which is the team that made uh, Anton Ball. I think Anton Ball Deluxe. And then they're making the new game Anton Blast. And so this new version of Annalyn on uh, Switch has uh, Anton as like a playable character. So I was like, ah. I wouldn't mind just picking this game up. I had some points sitting on my switch and I was like, I'd rather, or or I wouldn't mind throwing five bucks to these two. You know, it's a solo developer on uh, Annalyn and then the summit team that, uh, or summit sphere team that ported it over. And it's a great port. The one thing I will say is it's like a little bit bare bones. And that's kind of like where my conversation is just going to kind of lean into is because I just haven't been able to find the game that like scratches that itch. Cause with shovel Knight dig, I've been playing quite a bit of that. I actually ended up beating a run. I got like a bunch of crazy, like buffs and power ups where it was like, upgrade your maximum health by like eight hearts or something or double it or triple it. I forgot what it was. And then after that, it was like, turn your maximum health into shields and significantly increase it. And like, I thought that was going to mean that like, okay, my maximum health will like be shields and then, but I won't be able to like eat food and recover health or whatever anymore. Um, But that wasn't the case. Food was still like recovering my shields. I don't really know what the detriment was. I just all of a sudden had like Hmm. three massive health bars and I was able to beat the game on that run. But I still haven't been like fully satisfied with it. Like it's it's interesting because I 
I'm enjoying the gameplay more than I enjoyed Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon, the the puzzle game mm-hmm. that I thought yeah. the puzzle game roguelike. And this one's more like the gameplay is more similar. And Randall talked about this one a little bit with the Apple Arcade uh, when you first yep. like tried that out. And we just kind of briefly yep. touched on it. Uh, but for me, like the the gameplay, it feels more on par with Shovel Knight, although it's kind of like Shovel Knight meets Downwell in, in a lot of ways. It's developed by Nitrome yeah. alongside uh, Yacht Club, although I think Nitrome did like the majority of the development here. Uh, and it yeah, shows with the pixel art. Right. Like the pixel art's incredible. The music mm-hmm. is also amazing. I really, really am digging the music a lot. That's actually probably my hot, the highlight of the game for me. But like the grindiness of like the unlockable stuff, like it's like kind of like, okay, you go up to the main like, campsite or whatever and it's like okay the first thing you're buying and is like it's just like a buff that you can get in any given run okay that costs like a thousand gems or whatever and you're getting those you know as you do runs and die and you keep your you know certain portion of your gems and then spend those on things but then it's like okay then the next thing you unlock costs two thousand then the next thing three thousand then four thousand then five, and it just keeps going up and up and up and yeah. kind of like even like point p i just feel like i'm just like grinding for the sake of grinding like there's no like again, it kind of goes. Even though I was able to beat it without like unlocking every single thing, it, it almost feels like like the grind has like become the campaign in a lot of these roguelites. And like for me, like especially if you're if you end up being like good enough or just getting a lucky run where you like are able to like you know quote unquote beat the game or beat a run, it kind of like I lose my interest. Where like a game like yeah. Downwell, I can just like keep coming back and back again because it's like technically. The only thing that happened is I got better at that game. I didn't like unlock anything to make me stronger or make runs easier or make it easier to progress or anything like that. If anything, I only unlocked things to make it harder to play for like and and that is cool with Shovel Knight uh, Dig here. They do offer that you can like after you beat the game or beat a run, you can talk to Black Knight at the campsite and then do these like kind of dead cell style like, okay, now there's less food that will appear in the runs as you, you know, go through uh, okay. um, and whatnot. So it's, you know, just add another layer of challenge, even like kind of like shotgun King has these different rankings. Like I've been, I haven't played that in a little bit, but I've kind of been bouncing just between all these different like roguelikes, but just not quite finding the right one. Cause even with Anilin, which is more just straightforward arcade action, I'm playing like, you know, you get unlimited. It's like so straightforward of like I'm missing. It doesn't have any real campaignness Cause I can just like unlimited continue and the only real punishment is it just halves my score every time I continue after getting a game over to like complete yeah. the campaign. I think there's like 16 stages, which I have not done yet. I've, I've done like because I'm always torn between like, do I want to do a single credit run and see how many points I can get? Or do right. I want to just try to beat the campaign? And I, I now that I looked at like the stats that you can see on the like uh, extras or whatever in the menu, I was looking at that and it does show like how many like games completed and then it has a separate stat for like games completed without continue so i'm like okay if it's like keeping track and it's kind of like its own individual campaign in and of itself i'm i'm interested in seeing it through because i do love the level design it's pretty fun it's like it's it's very much of retro 80s you know donkey kong style platformer but very much with modern controls and feel and whatnot and another thing too i want to say is i've been playing a lot handheld on switch and i've been playing with my joy cons uh, cause I bet, I think I mentioned probably off the podcast, but I went over to my buddy's place the other day and I like for, didn't have my joy cons charged. So I had to bring my switch over with like the big hoary pads and I didn't have a case to put it in. And it was just like, I, I need to charge this up cause I'm planning on going over to play some Mario Kart this weekend with the guys. So, yeah. And I was like, you know what? I've got the 
Joy-Cons hooked up and charged up. Let me just play. And I kind of, I'm back to like, I depending on the game, but I lean towards that form factor. I like that smaller switch in my hands. I don't know what it is, but it's it's a totally dependent on the game. I think it there really is. Yeah, it, it is. just works better. Yeah, even with Anilin, yep. like because you're at like at a like you can you can really cut it close with like I pretty much touch this snake. Like they're very generous with the hit boxes, so I'm like. With that small Joy-Con joystick, I can like whip it back and forth so fast that it actually, to me, it feels like it gives me an advantage of like being able to turn on a dime where like the pro controller, I got to like really kind of whip that controller to the, or the joystick to the other side. I know it's a very subtle difference, there's, but there's when I'm half a the game, centimeter feels, of difference. <laughs> yeah, it just, it feels like, you know, to push it all the way hard left to hard right feels just so much quicker to... I don't have to move my whole thumb. I'm just kind of, it's more of a twitch reaction. And the I don't know. throw I'm, of the stick. <laughs> yes. Now I got to see if like the smash community has outlawed like one pro. The, yeah. Any particular <laughs> controller, the Joy Cons. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. GameCube controller only. But yeah, I've, I've just been like, I, 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 as much as I like all these games, like I would truly recommend each and every one of them, especially at the price there, like Anilin's only five bucks. I, I guess Shovel Knight digs a little bit pricier. I picked it up on sale for 15 bucks. Uh, which is why I finally jumped on. I was like, okay, 25. I don't know if I can yeah. pull the trigger, but uh, I, I'm glad I own it. But like now that I've beaten a run and I as, as there's more to do, but I'm just kind of like I'm done with this game. And not that that's a bad thing. I'm, I'm happy to move on. There's a million games I want to play. It's it's nothing bad that it doesn't have its teeth sunk into me, but I'm just kind of like, I don't know, both, both Pocket Dungeon and Dig both kind of left me, like they scratched an itch for a brief moment, but they just kind of left me with a little bit more to be desired. Even though they're great entries into the Shovel Knight series, I'm glad they exist. Yeah. But I'm just kind of like, I, I almost would have just taken another Shovel Knight game or, or just give us that Mina the Hollower or whatever the name of that game is that's coming oh, out. Oh, yeah. And again, no, nothing, nothing against these games. They're awesome and they're a ton of fun. I do recommend them, but... Kevin, it's time to go outside your comfort zone and play a different genre altogether that you've never tried. Just do Which it. Is. No, no, Which I don't is. have any suggestion. Just oh. like, just go. <laughs> yeah, go for like this. This it's like when you're watching like movies of like a certain genre that like just aren't hitting as much, or a genre of music that's just not hitting as much. Yeah. Like, time to just switch it up. See what else there is and. If maybe maybe this is your renaissance, maybe this is when you're getting into a thing that you wrote off previously. That's a good yep. point. And, and, you know, I am like starting to look at like new living situations again and figuring out that situation, because I know I've mentioned on the podcast before, like, ah, oh, it's been tough and like with all my stuff kind of crammed in one room and just kind of like it's tough to really get in the zone. So I'm looking for stuff like pick up and play on my switch. But, man, I can't wait to like have a TV in a living room and just kind of like a proper mm-hmm. setup again. So, Yeah. That might be the excuse to start diving into some new stuff. So, yeah, I think that's a good call. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate that the there's just that exponential upgrade path. Yeah, yeah. shovel knight dig. I didn't even make it that far with that. I'm like, oh, okay, this is this is fine, but you know, this to me doesn't, and it's not fair, but it doesn't hold a candle to something like Steam World Dig Two did for me in a similar vein that way. And I'm yeah. kind of curious. This is this might still be a little bit unfair of a comparison, but like. Anilin versus something that we've talked about recently ish um, donut dodo like for like the 80s renaissance games how would you compare those things like which one did you have a better experience with so far I would say pretty much right on the money on par with that like polish level 
Mm-hmm. I would say Donut Dodo is a little bit better on like the music front. Like I, I Annalyn mm-hmm. is a little more true to the retro, even though the, the gameplay feels a little more modern and smooth like Donut Dodo does. But just something mm-hmm. about Donut Dodo. But I but I would say the level design is a little bit more fun and engaging in Annalyn. It'd be a coin yeah. toss on any given day. But I will say like the the music and like certain elements of Donut Dodo probably will stick with me a little bit more. Yeah, they nailed that theming. Yeah, they really did. They they really did. But it's it's adore all the little like kind of Pac Man style cutscenes with like mm-hmm. the snakes chasing you around and Annalyn like blowing stuff up down the mine. And oh, they I even they added in too. a new little cutscene with uh, Anton from Anton Blast and Anton Ball. Like when you, when cool. you do change and play as that character, and there are like some unlockable palettes and stuff. But like I guess that's the other complaint too is like they're and not complaint, but I just feel like it is such a bare bones port of this game. Like. You all you can do with like the kind of borders, like it's very, it's a game that would play on if it were it, you could put it in Tate mode or whatever if you're in handheld yeah. and put it vertical. But hey, even if you put I'm it for that, even if you put it in that vertical mode on like the bottom like quarter of the screen, there's kind of like an arcade bezel with like instructions on it, mm, and you yeah. like can't take that away. And then when you play in like just the regular kind of widescreen mode, it has like the kind of a big border around it and even around like the top and bottom. So the screen is like really, really small, especially when you're playing on handheld. Um, And then you, all you can do with that background, like you can't unlock new ones to the best of my knowledge. Like it's just, you can straight up Hmm. change the opacity of the, of the background and to the point where you can turn it off and make it just black. But yeah, it's like, that's, that's all you can do. You can get different palettes for the two different characters by doing different challenges. But I feel like I've done some of them and I haven't, unlocked anything so maybe i'm just misinterpreting what it means by a round or a stage but hmm. um but nonetheless it's it's a really cool game i'm definitely like for five bucks i can't not recommend it but i will say it, it definitely is a little more of like a bare bones like you gotta be there's no online leaderboards or anything like that so it's just kind of like you got to be into like chasing your own high scores and whatnot but definitely still a fun game but i, I probably nice. have been the most out of, out of everything i've been playing played shovel knight dig the most but also kind of felt like, man, the main thing that really impressed me was just like the the visuals and the uh, and the music. I, you know, the gameplay, it was cool, but I, I was really hoping to like it more when they pitched it as like we wanted to make Shovel Knight meets Downwell, <laughs> which is right. you know, literally two of the best indie games that have come or my favorite yeah, indie games that have come out favorites. in recent years. So it's like, yeah. OK, well, that sounds like a pretty dang good combo. So, you know, obviously went in with pretty high expectations and not to say that it, I didn't enjoy it, but it was like, OK, it didn't quite live up to that uh, pedigree, but yeah, still a lot of fun. Yeah. And cool to I see Shovel Knight statement. Here. New experience. New add a new spice. Kevin, look for Look for that new spice. Try it out again. Hey, let me know. Let see me know what's if you guys got any recommendations. So even yeah. Neon White, even though it sounds up my alley, it sounds a little bit kind of maybe something to kickstart, kickstart the trend. Yeah. But, yeah. But yeah. Who knows? I got to pick it up first, I guess. But and we got Mario Wonder coming out right around the corner, and I know yeah, that Mario really games are like the one game that truly your... like suck me in, and I'm just like, this is all I'm playing until I beat it. Oh so yeah, I'm looking forward. It's to probably that. gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't know any more uh, video game stuff tonight, guys. Nah, I'm good. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I guess I'm bumping uh, Neon White up in my cart along with Mario Wonder. Oh I might gosh, just grab seriously. those both at once, but. Anyways, uh, yeah, I guess we can wrap it up there for this week. And uh, you can find us on the Internet at PursuingPixels.com or just look us up, Pursuing Pixels, pretty much anywhere. And uh, otherwise, we will catch you next week. And until then, take care. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.
So you're still playing Neon White, right, John? That's Ooh, like yeah. you're not. I you're booted not done that up this. today. Yeah, yeah. I booted it up today yeah. and played through, like, it's got it's so like the the it's it's. Hmm. I also don't know if Kevin, you would hate the story <laughs> of it. Okay. That's that's the only thing that's like. Hmm. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe Kevin would like this or maybe Kevin would just absolutely despise it because like it's (laughs) it doesn't really take itself seriously, but like it's not like how would you compare it to the uh, story of Donut County or what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say on a scale of zero to Xenoblade Chronicles 2, how (laughs) bullshit is it? Oh, it's it's a one. Uh, Have either of you guys seen OKKO? I, I know what it is, but yeah, I can't same. say I've seen it. Yeah, same. yeah. Because yeah. it's and it, got, and it piques my interest. Like it looks like something I might enjoy, but yeah. I haven't seen it. It's like really stupid and like re- but like stupid because that's funny and it knows it's stupid. Sure. But like not yeah. like it's great. Like yeah, it, it's okay. so. Fun. I watch pro wrestling from time to time. Yeah, and other things. Oh, yeah. I understand. It yes. re- oh my god, oh, <laughs> man. There's a great. I don't want to like. I didn't even know it was wrestling themed. No, I'm just saying stupid. But yeah, that, but it's, but it's, oh, yeah. oh, okay, I got yeah. It. yeah, I was thinking OKKO. Okay, yeah. I was like, oh, maybe it's like wrestling or boxing no. themed. 